Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. Happy Monday. This week, I have actor Neil McDonough. This is really exciting. If you don't know Neil, Google him right now. I guarantee you're going to know his face if you didn't know his name right away. Now, Neil is promoting a new film that he is in and that he also produced, and that's called Shift. So, But you know what? Just to back up for a minute, you definitely know Neil from Yellowstone. I mean, he plays a really evil guy in Yellowstone. He uh, was in one of my favorite shows, American Horror Story. He played Dwight Eisenhower, and we, we discussed this. But something I did not know about Neil is he is a devout... Irish Catholic. I mean, he has five children. So I, I had no idea. Um, he brings some things up to me that, you know, I was, I was surprised. He's like, I don't, I don't kiss a woman on screen, another woman. He's been married for 20 years. Um, he won't do sex scenes. So, um, we have, yeah, a great conversation and about his new film shift. He does this with angel studios. Now angel studios is the company behind sound of freedom and they are known for doing, um, just some Christian films and television. I believe they do The Chosen as well, which is on Amazon. And actually there's um, an app for The Chosen, which is uh, the story of the Old Testament and and the New Testament. And um, anyway, Neil, he he works with his wife in producing films and um, he is just, gosh, he's a really, really nice guy. And he definitely uh, made me tear up a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. I think we we talked and it was very early in the morning and I was like, wow, you are really thoughtful. So uh, without further ado, here is my interview with actor-producer Neil McDonough. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology, That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. And here's your prescription. I know just the pharmacy to get this filled. Who are you? A pharmacy benefit manager. A middleman your insurer uses to decide which medicines you can get, what you pay, and sometimes even which pharmacy you should go to. Why can't I go to a pharmacy in my neighborhood? Because I make more money when you go to a pharmacy I own. (laughs) No one should stand between you and your medicine. Visit phrma.org slash middleman to learn more. Paid for by Pharma. Hi, Lauren. Hi, good morning. How are you, Lauren? 
I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on your show. Oh my gosh, of course. It's my pleasure. I mean, you you've been in a lot of shows that I've watched and one of them that's probably going to sound really random because I don't know, you know, how much time you spent on it, but I just loved you in American Horror Story when you played um I think it was Eisenhower. Oh. I I have to tell you, I loved you in that. Lauren, I don't I don't watch much of my stuff. I, I just kind of not that I find it weird. It's just I don't want to <laughs> borrow from my one character thing. Well, that looks cool. Let me do that for the next character. I always want things to be kind of fresh. Yeah. But I had to watch Eisenhower because I completely lost myself with all the research and (sighs) just trying to delve into this amazing character of Eisenhower. And within two seconds of watching the show, I forgot it was me. (laughs) And it was one of those really kind of pleasurable moments that I'm watching this Eisenhower guy on screen. I'm like, oh, this guy's, I like this guy. This guy's cool. That's an interesting, oh gosh, that's me. Oh wow. That's, that's, you know, it's one of those weird moments of your, of your life that you get to, you know, as an artist, you know, see how I get lost in my characters and then to get so lost in iconic character with Eisenhower. It was just, it was awesome. It was really Yeah. Great. I mean, the, the storyline itself was gripping and, and you're talking to somebody who loves wearing tinfoil hats. I mean, so that whole thing to me, I was like, Oh my oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I did, I did a, a TV series for a couple of years called project blue book where Eisenhower was my boss and he was the one in charge to make sure that I was in charge of taking care of any alien things that were going on in the government. And then when I got to uh, doing American Horror Story, I played Eisenhower giving orders to the guy that I just played in Project Blue Book, basically. And it was (laughs) interesting to play sci-fi world uh, two years, three years straight. And man, does it make you think what else could be up there and what's going on and are there other things? And it was just, it makes you think. And I love when when I get to play a character and and it makes me really think about life. Yes. I love that you said that because you know what, Neil, I think it's very healthy um, as a society that we ask questions. I mean, not crazy questions. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to go out there. You know what I'm saying, but yes, it makes you think it's, it's healthy. Um, But you know, I, I stalk your social media. I love your Instagram. I love what a family man you are. I mean, you have five children. I have two that feels like five. So tell me how you, um, how you manage with, with five children and, and being such a, such a gosh, successful working actor, probably always traveling all the time. Um, that's a big question. Um, <laughs> yes. I have Reve. I have Reve. My wife Reve is the most incredible force of nature beautiful soul, beautiful woman, beautiful everything. And Aww. that she's my partner. And now especially we produce our own films. So this is our the shift was our third. And then we four, we're about to do our fifth film right now, sixth film. Wow. Uh, so we do things together and we put, we travel together. We bring the kids with us. We're gypsies, you know? So mm. the kids have been to so many different schools, have been to so <laughs> many, lived in so many different houses that they're just, you know, where are we moving to this time? And it's, it's part of our life and we are a unit and we're so close that it doesn't seem really like work. It just seems like, you know, to drive all over the place, people think, oh, I, I had a buddy of mine, he, he got off the plane, he came to visit us. He goes, I just want to sit, I just want to sit in the car with you for the afternoon and just to be part of, you know, McDonough stuff. Yeah. 
So after being in the car for a bunch of hours driving to this practice, to this thing, to that thing, he, he was like, I'm exhausted now. <laughs> and he goes, but that was, that was one of the coolest things I saw. All your kids excelling in sports or dance or theater and you being happy, bringing them to these places and supporting them and mm-hmm. Reve being there for the, it's, it's just, it, it's infectious. And I think yeah. that's kind of the goal that we have with the films that we make. We want them to be infectious in so much as we want people to think, oh, this, their entertainment is trying to call us out to be better people and how we can be better people. And, you know, whatever you believe in life, whatever your religious belief is, your creeds, your, your race, your, where you're from, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. With our films, they, they, call, they call us, you know, we're faith-friendly films, but faith is an odd word. It's yeah. faith, is, faith in yourself is, is so important. That yes. if you can figure out when you see our films how you can be a little bit better of a husband or a, or a dad or a mom or a coworker or whatever the case is, for me personally, it's how I can be a better person for God. We all yeah. trip. We all make mistakes. We're all sinners. We're all completely flawed at times, and we're all pretty terrible at times. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're pretty amazing. Sometimes yeah. we have the opportunity to do something that's so just awesome and beautiful that when we do it, Nothing in the world can make you feel as good as that moment. I call the, the the purple moments where I have this like this hue of purple that I see when I know I did something really great, or I see someone who has done something really great. And uh. the films that we make, we're trying to do that. We're trying to make the world, boring as it sounds, a better place, or just make you think, how can I be a little bit better? And I think we nailed it with the shift that we did this faith-friendly film, that sci-fi that's action, that's a love story underneath it all, but it really makes you think, how can I be better? And I think that's what is lost a lot of times in entertainment. A lot of the entertainment now is just pure dark, and I, I'm not, a, <laughs> and I'm guilty of it. I've been part of lots of dark things, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But now that I've gotten to the point in my career that I get to make the decisions and make movies the way that I want to make them with our company, Unity, and with Angel Studios, that it's just I'm in a great position in life, and I'm so blessed. And you know, here I am talking to you, Lauren, about something that I love to do, and that's make movies. I was I was definitely not expecting that. Um, I mean, I knew you. You're Irish Catholic, I assume, right? I believe. Okay. So yes, my husband is as well, Conlon. Um, I actually grew up Baptist, but you know, both my husband and I, we have a great relationship with God, and. to, you know, we have a church here in Manhattan in New York where we live, which is not super common. And I kind of think it's not super common where you live either, which I'm assuming is LA for, I know you said you're gypsies, but you're part of this, uh, you know, this, this Hollywood crowd, so to speak. And, um, you're putting out faith-based movies, which in this day and age, Neil, that's ballsy. I think that's incredibly ballsy. And I think in a good way. Um, but I think that, what's happening in society right now and angel studios, especially we saw this with sound of freedom. I mean, it's like you're doing something good. And then all of a sudden the media twist it into some kind of negative. And that has just been shocking to me. So I'm really excited to see shift. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I watched the trailer. It looks incredible. And you kind of, you know, you hit all the nails on the head. It's a love story. It's sci-fi. It's faith-based. So I really want to thank you for, um, your, your great description on that and just go, you know what I mean? And just being so fearless, really. Well, I, I, I think that 
you know, years ago I got crucified because I wouldn't do sex scenes and I won't do sex scenes. I wouldn't kiss a woman on screen. And mm. I got fired from this one job, which, you know, I lost my house. I lost my cars. I lost my, my, my place in line as, as an actor. I, lo- I lost everything. Wow. And then one day I, I, you know, I told the story earlier that how I said to God, why have you forgotten about me? And mm. as soon as I said that I dropped my knees and just sobbed. And I couldn't believe something so selfish and self-centered could come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. And that was my low point in, in my life. And a minute later, the phone rang from Graham Yost, who wrote Band of Brothers and uh, Boomtown, another show that I did. He was the creator of Justified. He says, hey, you want to be the, the villain of Justified for the year? So wow. when, when, you think, when you think you're at your lowest, and you may be at your lowest, God is always there waiting for you. We may not be there for for him a lot of the times, and we do, you know, like I've said, we're all sinners, and we do stupid stuff at times. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not proud of the things that we do at times. But he forgives us for everything that we do because he loves us so much that he's given us this incredible planet, incredible place to live, all yeah. all this amazing stuff that we take for granted a lot of the times. So yeah. when I get to be in a position of making films that make you think, how can I be, have more faith in myself, but how can I also have more faith in my brothers and sisters on this planet and God? Then we've done our job as filmmakers, and I don't really, it doesn't come into my mind what other people think. It's yeah. Oscar Wilde once said, art is useless to anyone but the artist, artist themselves. <laughs> and when I'm making art, when I'm making films with Reve, we're making because we think they're entertaining, we think they'll send a nice little message, not not too over the top, but just subliminally tell people you can be better. If this person can get through it, why can't you? And I, I love that about entertainment, especially when the landscape in, in television and movies has become so dark that oh. we're we're trying to bring some light back into the world. Yeah, and you're um you actually made me cry on a Monday morning. So thank you so much for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm like you. wiping my eyes because you know what you said, I think um you know, you are, you are, gosh, you are so humbled. Um, you know, when, when you have that realization, right? Like I, I'm praying and praying and am I praying for the right things? Am I praying for, for the right reason? But I think that, that you are hard on yourself, but I think that that's a good thing. You you know, an interesting part, you grew up Baptist, your husband grew up Irish Catholic. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I always say that God created us all in his likeness. So we're all his kids, right? Mm-hmm. So since we're all his kids, that makes us all brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter your religious beliefs, your creed, your color, your your anything. Mm-hmm. If we just rooted for each other as brothers and sisters should do in a great family, wouldn't the world be a much better, more harmonious place? It would yeah. be. Yeah. But instead, of course. The devil's tripping us, saying, "Here, you need this. You need to have that. Look down yeah. on that person. I'll be envious of that person." Why? Right. If we can get rid of all that stuff and just enjoy the moment of life, mm. yeah. You know, James Taylor, my favorite, my favorite singer songwriter of all times, wrote this one lyric: "The secret of life is enjoying the passage of time." Ooh. And it's so true because we forget to enjoy the passage of time. Yeah. We make so much about stuff. That we forget right. to love each other. And and yeah. hopefully in the shift, it makes you think, all right, we need to love each other a little bit more. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. This has been so lovely, Neil. Honestly, can, can people see shift in theaters or streaming? Just plug that really quick before I have to let you go. Oh yeah. It's in thousands of theaters this weekend on December 1st. Uh, December 1st, I think comes out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, December first, because it's the twentieth anniversary of my wife and I uh, being married, which is kind of awesome. That's a, a good gift. So, congratulations! Want, That's amazing. Go, this that is the perfect go, celebration. Go see, go, go see the film for our for our anniversary, not just to, just to make money and that kind of stuff. That has nothing to do with it. It's because I know you're going to learn a message, and I, I think you're going to really enjoy the film for exactly what it is. How we can all be better. All right. Well, I am here for it. Neil McDonough, thank you so much. This has been so amazing and um, just not what I expected in the literal best way possible. So thanks again. Oh, awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. God bless Bye. You. Okay, everyone. That was Neil. I really liked what he had to say. You know, I put a clip on TikTok and of of Neil talking about when he lost his place in line as an actor and he lost his cars and his jobs. And, and somebody on TikTok was like, God, he sounds so ungrateful. And, you know, I disagree. I thought he um, was very vulnerable in telling us that story and the fact that he followed it up with how ashamed he was of just being self-centered like that, which, you know, we're all guilty of. We're all human beings. But anyway, um, thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode.